0: On this episode of Lead That Thing, my guest Susie Moon tells us about her experience with personal transformation, the benefits she gained from working with an abundance coach, and how the interactions in her life gave her freedom. We get into her very interesting story right after this. My name is Aruna Krishnan, author of the Busy Mind series, a trilogy that helps leaders thrive. Welcome to Lead That Thing, a podcast that empowers women in their lives, businesses, and careers. So Susie is a business owner from Wanakee, Wisconsin, and she's known for connecting like-minded people and inspires others to step out of their comfort zone. She's a member of the Madison chapters of the Polkadot and eWomen network. And this is where I met her. And today she tells us about her transformation. So
1: I was working in corporate America for most of my life, uh, 25 years in corporate. And in 2018, I just had this feeling that there was something More out there for me. My mom had been diagnosed with colon cancer, stage four, three years prior to that. And I was spending that time since her diagnosis, kind of putting myself on hold, because I was afraid to jump into something and not be available to be at her side if something happened. And I realized after three years of doing that, I just needed to move forward. So I Started um, actually meeting with the Polka Dot Powerhouse ladies. I went to a meeting after getting a suggestion from um, another colleague. She recommended that I attend, and I fell in love with the spirit, the inspiration, the group of women that were doing more. They were doing just things outside of their comfort zones, and they could see me and they they automatically just welcomed me in and I just felt at home and through hanging out with them I learned that I was capable
0: of doing more and I felt more confident. Susie touches on such an important point here with hanging out with ladies that made her feel more confident and capable and people she could model after It helped her drop her limiting beliefs about herself. A lot of times we don't go for what we want because we just doubt ourselves. She credits her abundance coach for giving her the courage to dream big. I worked with a coach um, in late November
1: of 2019 and she's like, what are you waiting for? Like nothing is gonna change between now and the first of the year just do it. <laughs> and I loved that. So I decided to open my own business and through that I was I was transforming. I am no longer that person that I was before. I am now I you know, somewhat of a butterfly, you know, in, coming from a caterpillar But I'm so I'm still learning so much and there's so much more that I want to do. And I'm dreaming big now. I can see things. I can finally see the future and what I actually want instead of trying to please everybody else.
0: Susie makes a really important point here about living life on your own terms rather than waiting for validation from other people, when you talk about trying to please other people. It's because you thrive on that validation. It's also an indication that you haven't defined what happiness is to you. In working with the abundance coach, Susie was able to learn that she had to let things unfold on their own.
1: That has been one of the hardest things for me to do is just sit and rest and let things happen how they're supposed to happen. Mm -hmm. I've always my whole life just trying and attempting to be everything that other people want me to be, that I think they want me to be. (laughs) And it's exhausting. And just working with my abundance coach, I can sit and just exist and everything I have is here with me right now, everything I need. And switching that mindset to abundance was huge for me.
0: I asked Susie what some of the key lessons were while working with the abundance coach. So
1: one of the main things she helped me realize was that it was around money. Uh, I would spend whatever amount of money on my son to buy him clothes or a toy or treat him to something, yet I wouldn't do the same for myself. Uh, So she encouraged me. You know, I always joke that, oh, I can't uh, spend $100 on a new pair of running shoes. You know, I can only do it twice a year. And I was restricting myself and she said why why would you do that when you would buy carson three pairs per year you know why do you do that to yourself and it really made it was the awareness of what i was saying to myself it was making making it seem like i'm not worthy i was just reflecting more after I worked with her, while I worked with her. So it was about the money. It was spiritually. It was knowing that there's a bigger, in, in my case, it's God. You know, some people believe in universe, life force, whatever you call it. They've got you. You know, you, do, you don't have to do any more than what you're doing to prove your worth.
0: Just exist and be who you are. That last statement is a struggle for all of us, especially if we're raised to believe that we have to meet certain expectations. And it takes us a long time to really define what is meaningful to us and how do we want to live our lives. And it takes courage to go down that path. It takes going against norms, it takes going against people, it takes risking losing friendships, but at some point you have to decide what is best for you. I'll catch myself saying the word should,
1: I should do this, instead of I get to do this. You know, it's it's the, the judgment that we put on ourselves. So I, daily, I catch myself saying things that's um, that are more of a scarcity mindset. And I I notice it because I'm aware of it now and I get to reframe it.
0: I asked Susie to define what scarcity mindset means.
1: Scarcity mindset, I would say, is the, the thoughts and the feelings of not seeing all the capacity, the possibilities, just having a closed mindset. It's so limiting when you think about it. And so many of us have it in how, how we were raised. Um, mine even came back to religion. You know, I was raised in a Lutheran household and I thought I was going to hell if I did anything wrong it was this guilt, this judgment that I felt, you know, who am I to sit in church? Like I did something wrong this week. I, I should be punished. Like just
0: not understanding it maybe. We all fall into that trap of doing things because that's what we have to do or that's what we believe we have to do. And it takes a lot to break that cycle. This is why in personal transformation, that first step of reflect involves looking at those belief systems and seeing if they're valid and if they still apply to how you want to live. Looking
1: at yourself in the mirror and being happy of who, who you are and who you can become, that's all that matters. And loving yourself is so can be so difficult because of imposter and running a business on top of that. So yeah, it's, it's a journey, but I just, in, I enjoy stepping out of my comfort zone where I was in trying to be the best version of
0: myself. I asked Susie how she keeps herself on the path of transformation and how she keeps learning and redefining herself. I surround myself with super smart
1: people, super motivated people, people who lift you up, people who make you want to do more or and not more meaning overachieving, but just people who see your potential and know you're capable of big things. That drives you and motivates
0: you. Forget the fear. Just do it and be brave interactions this is so key we talked about this in the reflect and the rinse about the importance of evaluating your interactions making sure they're positive and that they will not detract you from your goal i then asked susie how she's helping other women find themselves and find freedom i've i've created
1: a challenge this year The hashtag moon challenge. Part of who I am, and I got this a lot from my mom, was I inspire people to do something different, try something that might be hard. So I have been, you know, through my connects and uh, phone calls, meeting new people, I try to find something. I can see something in them that might be a stretch goal. And I like to. give them a challenge. And so I'll say, okay, by the end of the year, I would like you to do X. And then I call that the moon challenge. Um, but one of my talents and I think personally and with my business is that I can see others' talents. I, I can see their potential and I can advocate for it. So I'm a great connector of people. I love to find people's gifts and share them with other people so that they will connect and they can work together or they can collaborate. That's one of the things that I didn't really know about myself until the last couple years. And I'm enjoying the heck out of it because it's, It's part
0: of who I am. True leaders aren't afraid to advocate for other people. And this is exactly what Susie's doing, recognizing people's talents, putting them in front of other people, and helping them be successful. And part of that is that abundance mindset, not feeling like someone else's success defines your failure. I close out my interview with Susie, asking her about her definition of freedom. I feel freedom is
1: being able to think how you want, act how you want, be your authentic self. For me, I had to step out of corporate to to do that. I felt a little trapped um, under someone else's thumb, so to speak. And now i can step in and working with teresa and other coaches i've i've just discovered who i am authentically i do like to swear i don't like to dress up i don't always fit in and follow the rules and that's okay and just that feels free to me and not having to please other people and being able to just do things for myself that's freedom and it's a process
0: and i think you get there over time freedom is a state of mind it's not a destination and sometimes you may feel freedom sometimes you may not but having the knowledge that you can reach freedom puts you in charge next week i share another story of personal transformation I bring in Nancy Kalsau, a leadership coach. So stay tuned to Lead That Thing by subscribing or joining the community at optim-strategies.com. Until next time, lead that thing.